0: I, I, never a uh, never a first round fifteen to a two seed though. Yeah. Um, no. Anyways, well, you gotta be um, a two
1: seed. You lose, it was a two seed.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to better win green. Eh? To better win green. Eh? To better win green.
2: Welcome back, Green Team. We're back with another episode of Win You Guys Some Money This Weekend. we got college football week one that we'll be talking about. NFL coming next week. We cannot wait. Make sure you guys head over to bettergreen.com to read some of our articles over there. Make sure you're subscribing to us and following us on all social medias. Guys, we are up to $31 raised for St. Jude from subscribers on YouTube. Thank you, guys. We have one more week, one more week from today. So, make sure you guys get those subscriptions in. Uh, we're trying to donate as much money as we can. Starting to get a little scary, though. That number's starting to get a little high now.
0: It's getting a little let's, high.
2: Let's get to 50. 50 would be awesome. Let's get to 50. It would be a, a good donation. It you would be. We might do.
0: need to cash out our uh, Chicago Bears to not make the playoff <laughs> to pay St. Jude. You're right.
2: Yeah. You're right. Thank God we both took out a house on it. Um, <laughs> That's true. Why just
1: give St. Jude an IOU
2: and we? are <laughs> <laughs> winning too much money over here for IOUs. <laughs> Wyatt, you're my college football guy, man. Get us kicked off.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, last week, I uh, kind of overdid it on week zero of college football. <laughs> the games weren't that exciting. I definitely overdid it, uh, overbet. There were seven games, really two that it really mattered. But yeah, full slate today or this week. So. I'm very excited. I already know I'm going to overdo it, but there's actual solid games. There's multiple power fives playing power fives. Uh, we have one ranked matchup, so it's super excited. But uh, I'm just going to go with my bread and butter. You will hear this for a lot uh, the remainder of our better and green football season. And I'm taking Michigan on the spread. Minus 36. <laughs> um, Michigan, they beat me up last year on the spread. They did not do a super good job of covering um, but again, they did make it to the uh to the national semi, so I can't really complain. They won the games. I just struggled to cover, but they're playing ECU. Uh Michigan's gonna run all over them. I don't think east our Eastern is gonna score a touchdown. East Carolina's gonna score a touchdown. I think it's gonna be 52 to 3 the over or the spread in that game is 36. Michigan's going to cover that easily. Uh it's not even going to be a question. Uh they are without uh, Harbaugh and their offensive coordinator it doesn't matter. Michigan's going to run the ball and their defense is the best in the country. So, 52 to 3, Michigan wins easily covers the spread.
1: Yeah, I uh, don't have the balls to take that one with you there, Wyatt, but um like a true fan, you're taking the first game. Uh, Got it. <laughs> take them on the spread. I like it. I'll probably be doing the same with Sparty, um, but I'm not giving out Sparty. I'm trying to go three and zero this week and uh, Sparty does not feel like a confident play. Um, my first one here, I am going to rock with a play I make almost every week one of the college football season. I'm taking Alabama on the first half spread. Um, I mean, they, they cover spreads full game right and left week one, but uh, I prefer the first half just because you know, they're going to come out flying. Um, it just feels like, uh, their effort is more guaranteed in the first half and won't take their foot off the pedal a little bit in the second. Um, but that spreads 23 and a half points. So it's up there, uh, for 30 minutes of play, but yeah, I just, I mean, they're playing middle Tennessee, Alabama's at home. Um, yeah, I just think they come out flying. I think they can put up four touchdowns. I don't think middle Tennessee scores in the first half. Um, Like you said, Wyatt, your bread and butter Michigan spread Uh, week one. This is kind of my bread and butter here, Alabama first half uh, spread. So we'll give it a try 2023.
2: All right. I don't have to say too much about it, and I'm going to try not to puke in my mouth. But Wyatt, how do you say it? Is it go blue? Go blue. Go blue. I'm going to take Michigan over five and a half touchdowns versus East Carolina. Easy money. Same thought yeah. process. Same thought process.
0: Yeah, they're gonna score in the fifties. So yeah. And even if they five and a half touchdowns, what's that? Thirty. That's so they need 42 points on touchdowns. Yeah. Easy. Yep. Yeah. I love it. Can't complain. Uh going off the Bama. I will go back to Bama. Uh love the first half play, Ethan, Ethan I um am just gonna take the full game. Bama minus thirty-nine. Uh, again, playing middle Tennessee. I looked at it um Their last eight home openers, or I guess they're all at home, so their last eight openers, uh, they have covered the spread every single time, and they're covering their spread by an average of 14 points more than what the spread is. So say this one's 39 points, that's going to be what? They're going to win this game by 53. So, yeah, middle Tennessee, I don't care. Alabama doesn't have a quarterback, but guess what? The last eight years, they've had – you know, three or four quarterback turnovers during that time period. So they figure it out just like every other SEC, SEC powerhouse figures it out year after year. A new quarterback will come in and be just fine. So Bama minus 39, easy money.
1: Like it. Like when we're in lockstep. Uh, I will somewhat stick with Bama here um just for one reason. I'm also going to preface, I mentioned this last week, but – um you know, I was kind of off college football the last two years or I was on last year. I just sucked ass uh, <laughs> kind of off two years ago. And then I was thinking back to three years ago when I was, actually did really good in college football. I'm like, I think I live, bet almost every bet that year, I like barely did pregame wagers. So I think that is how I'm going to start approaching college football this year until further notice. So just a heads up. Um But, yeah, going to try live betting. I was 1-1 and this past weekend. I won my live bet, lost my pregame bet. So, going to try it. But um, getting back to the picks here, I'm going to look at the Texas Rice under 59 full game total. Um, And my reasoning here is Texas has Bama uh, at a look-ahead spot. So, I think Texas comes out, puts up, you know, probably 24, 28 points in the first half. Rice, I doubt they score much, if at all. Um, And I think Texas kind of ships it in in the second half, Uh, goes to a running style offense, which, you know, they could break some runs and go over this total. But I think they run clock, uh, go really vanilla, start thinking a little bit towards Bama. Uh, Should have beat Bama last year before Quinn Ewers went down in that game. Um, Bama got a couple of good calls, or I guess lucky calls. Um, But Texas probably deserved to win that game. Texas has a big revenge spot. Um, so yeah, I think 59 is just too many points for what's probably going to be, uh, only one team doing all the scoring. And I don't think they show up in the second half, um, as much as they do in the first. So under 59 rice, Texas,
2: I'm going to let you guys get away with it this time because it's the (laughs) first full slate of, uh, college football games, but the middle Tennessee hate has got to stop. It's got to stop. I'm putting my foot down guys, because I'm taking middle Tennessee to go over. Five and a half points <laughs> team total. I can see it. They need one guy to trip for a touchdown or kick two field goals in the entire game.
0: I, I could very well see that happening. I could also see them going scoreless as well.
2: I could too. I could <laughs> see there's
0: no hate there, but
2: I really like that bet.
0: I like, it. I like it. I think the only reason people know Middle Tennessee is because on NCAA football, they're the team right before Michigan and Michigan State. are so like, oh, yeah, Middle Tennessee. Um, yeah. That's the only reason people even know about this school. Uh, I'm assuming it's in the middle of Tennessee. But, uh, yeah, I hope they can get a touchdown for you. Um,
2: I'm not going
0: to it.
1: What? Us Michigan State fans, unfortunately, know Middle Tennessee oh, quite well. You
0: do as well. from uh, yeah. yeah. You know a couple teams, don't you?
2: In the, you do, in too. The
0: we haven't gotten swamped like those. Not never uh, I'm, uh,
1: I'm talking football.
0: Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I never a uh, never a first round 15 to a two seed though. Yeah. Um, no. anyways, well you gotta be um, a
1: two-seed to lose. So it was a two-seed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Michigan. I don't uh, they might have been a two. They were a two a couple years ago. Um, yeah. anyways, uh, make sure you watch the tomorrow's episode because I have a lot more college football plays that I really like more than this play that I'm about to give out. So um, make sure you check out tomorrow's episode because there's some really good plays, and I don't want to spoil it. But I'm going to go to a play that will be tonight by the time you're watching this, and that is UCF minus 34.5. I took an adjusted line here. It's minus 135. I usually don't like teasing lines at all in college football, but I am simply avoiding the 35-point number. I have a really bad feeling this game is going to end 35-4 or 45 to 10, um, which would be a perfect, uh, you know, the covering of spread would, uh, if you're at 35 and a half or 35 would push, or you would lose. So I'm just taking that extra hook. Um, UCF is loaded once again, this year, they're coming into the big 12, um, they had a disappointing end of their season last year. They lost to Tulane to, to in the American uh, Championship. And then they ended up losing to Duke in the Military Bowl. Uh, but now they're back. Um, they did lose their running back, but this other running back they had only had 60 yards less than Bowser last year. And then they have Plumlee, who's their quarterback, absolute beast. Um, I believe, old miss transfer. Uh, he's a stud. Um, Kent State, just you guys, Ethan, you said it the other day, but uh, might be the worst team in college football. Uh, They lost every single starter on offense, and they were returning four starters on defense. They lost, uh, I forget what it is, like 70% of guys that saw playing time last year. Like, they are in shambles. Um, I did just post an article on uh, worst bets, and I had a sign. The cover image is a sign that says Kent, because it's in the city of Kent, population of three. There's no one – at this school like this team's terrible new coach they even the kicker left kicker transferred quarterback transfer everyone's gone so uh kent state sucks but i do have a feeling that they may put up like 10 points and ucf like 45 if you can find the exact score prop of 45 to 10 i would take that but yeah ucf minus 34 and a half
2: you sure they weren't all
0: drafted the nfl Yeah, <laughs> they were not no <laughs> besides julian edelman there no one has came out of uh kent state. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think that head coach is OC under uh, Dion now. If yep. I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I read your article earlier. Nice article, by the way. Um, but yeah, that 45 to 10, little sprinkle. It seems fascinating. I to think me. I
0: saw like plus 5,700 or something on DraftKings. Not okay. great, but
1: I mean, realistically, it'll probably end up like 67 to 14, not even be yeah. close. But Right now, just coming out of your mouth, looking at the spread and the total in that game, it seems perfect. I
0: mean, I will say Kent State's team total is at nine and a half and UCF's team total is at 45 and a half. So, we're right on it. We're right on 45 to 10. How good are you, Vegas? How good are they? Yeah, I don't know.
1: I like it. All right, well, uh, I kind of mentioned this in the live uh, on Monday night, but my last play here, I'm taking LSU Moneyline minus 142. Um, plain and simple, I told you guys my Vegas story, or maybe I, this was last week, can't remember now if it was live or last week's episode. But that LSU uh won drunken night in Vegas last year against Florida State, they lost. Uh, revenge spot, LSU is beating Florida State this year. Florida State is getting all the hype with uh Jordan Travis coming back and uh some of their transfers, my boy Keon Coleman being one of those. Um, but it's kind of a I'll believe it when I see it type deal. I think LSU is still. Uh, really good. Obviously, they're the fifth-ranked team in the nation. Uh, Florida State ranked eighth. So it should be a really good matchup. But, uh, yeah, we'll see if I get bit by LSU two week ones in a row. Uh, minus 142, I'll take a shot at revenge.
2: I was going to ask you, when you mention revenge, are you talking about LSU or yourself?
1: <laughs> Mostly me. <laughs> LSU, too, a little bit.
2: Thank you for being honest. <laughs> I probably remember
1: it more than they do. Well, not yeah. making the bet, but waking up to it.
2: I'm just going to be making Wyatt so happy with my Michigan pick and now my USC pick because I know how much Wyatt loves (laughs) USC. USC over 51.5 points. I am on the team totals today. Nevada has given up 41 points in their last three games to football powerhouses like Fresno State and Boise State.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Boise's not bad. Voice is
2: not bad, but they're also not USC with the Heisman front runner. Correct. Correct. I think they're going to be smoking that wolf pack. That's what I'm <laughs> going to say. I, I love this USC offense. They turned a fumble into, I think you just said it wide, an 80 yard touchdown on TikTok. Yeah. I, I'm taking them. I, I yeah. love USC offensive team totals this year.
0: I have, uh, you're not going to be able to read it. I had USC as one of my plays here. Okay. And uh, immediately cross it off because I was like, "I can't, <laughs> what am I doing?" F those guys. So uh, they're done. Yep, they're on the no bet list. But I, I was going to take USC minus. I think they're thirty eight or whatever they are. Something like that. Half. Yeah, I was going to take that. But uh, yeah, I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all.
2: I believe the over under sixty six and a half.
0: I believe so. Yes. So you're so, thinking? Six, that yeah.
2: Vegas is saying that Nevada might score around seventeen, which I could see Nevada scoring more
0: than that actually. I mean, USC has no defense. It's just a green light out there. Yeah. Yeah. They're playing with air. Yep. Green (laughs) light. All
2: right. You guys got anything else for us before we get out of here?
0: I will add one thing because I wrote this down, not realizing our Friday episode, this game's already going to be played. So quickly wanted to touch on um, uh, Florida, Utah and give my quick little talks about that one lines moving like crazy. It might be moving by the time you're seeing this, we record on Wednesday. So by the time you see this, uh, now, this was, you know, 12 hours later, uh, but the line's already down to Utah minus four and a half. It started, I believe, at seven, and now it's at four and a half. Over-unders at a shockingly low 44. Um, I'm just going to tell you right now, the reason for that, I am 90% sure, is because Cam Rising, Utah's quarterback, is not going to play. Um, he has an ACL injury. Uh, he was supposed to be okay to go. I think something – I don't know if he tweaked it or whatnot or he's not ready, but it looks like he's not going to be playing. Um, so that's the reason for the line movement. Even so, I still have a play that I really like in this game. I love the over. I know it's at 44. It's pretty low. It opened at 49 and a half. So I think because Rising not playing is just really changing the, the total a lot. Um, this quarterback, Cam Rising's uh, backup, played in all 13 games last year. Uh, has a lot of experience. Um, He'll be fine. And Utah is at home this year, and they're averaging 46.7 points per game at home last season. Uh, Obviously, they're playing USC's defense and whatnot, and they had Cam rising. But um, Florida's defense was terrible. I think Florida allowed 32 points in the SEC last year. Um, So I love the over at 44. Uh, Last year's game, when they played each other week one, was 29-26 in favor of Florida. I think USC wins even without rising. I think this game soars over. But, uh, yeah, that should be – uh that will be what by the time you're watching this that is uh, a couple hours away so good luck if you're following that one
1: yeah i'll touch on that quick too um kind of similar with you why i like utah to win and cover this game think it's too much of an overreaction uh i saw this game opened at minus nine for utah oh, Jesus. um i don't know when that was if that was opening you know back in june or whatever um didn't check what the line was earlier this week, but yeah, so open minus nine now, four and a half, as you mentioned. Um, yeah, I think it's too big of an overreaction. Like you said, the Utah's quarterback played all 13 games last year. Uh he'll be just fine. Um, and then I also I look for any edge we can get here. Uh, and I love fading um public. And I think that uh Netflix swamp what's it called, huh, Ben?
2: Yeah, swamp something. I like yeah, something.
1: The Florida Gators Netflix show that's pretty popular in the past week or two. Um, I think that could have people just wanting to, you know, bet the first good game of the season. They see Florida's involved. Uh, Give me Florida at the money line plus 164 type deal. So uh, I think public will probably be on Florida a little bit more just because of that reason. So, yeah, I do like Utah minus the four and a half in that game.
2: It's Swamp Kings. Swamp Swamp Kings on Netflix. Um, Ethan, this is a, you bet if I've ever heard of one, you love these like quarterbacks first game outs.
1: Oh yeah. Man, <laughs> love and it.
2: you hit them too. Love it. They scare the <laughs> hell out of me, but you're all in on it. Especially when the
1: guy, yeah. Love it. I saw so Nathan Peterman in there.
0: I will add one thing. Uh, Florida was fine last year. They went, they went great. They weren't great, but they did have Anthony Richardson, who was a fourth overall draft pick. Um, They now have, uh, I forget his first name, but Mertz, Wisconsin's quarterback. Graham. Graham Mertz. Miserable. Terrible. He's almost – he should have been – I don't know. He should not be a college quarterback. So, um, he's not good. So, I take Utah's backup, whoever the hell he is, over Graham Mertz any day of the week. Um, And, yeah, also like Utah winning that game. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got.
2: Awesome. Awesome, guys. There's going to be a lot more college football content. I believe we're going to be trying to do – College football every Friday here this season. So make sure you join us tomorrow. Wyatt's going to be leading that again. Um, Guys, make sure you subscribe to us. We're giving away that dollar to St. Jude. Head over to BetterGreen.com. We have three different subscription tiers to get access to all of our articles. Most of them are free, but we have $1, $5, and $10 subscriptions, all with different levels of access. Um, Besides that, guys, that's going to do it for this episode. We'll see you later. Peace, guys. Later, guys. See you, guys you better start listening to the better and green podcast you will not regret it trust me trust me trust me and hey i'm dean blandino welcome
0: welcome welcome to better and green eh? to better and green hey eh? you better and green hey eh? listen to the cash out that's what it's all about come on let's make cash now we always on spot, and we cover all spot from the bottom to the top hey eh? Shout out to Ethan, shout out to Wyatt, shout out to Ben. Welcome, welcome to our podcast. Better win green.